What's up, boys and girls, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, The Optimal Life. And I apologize, the last few weeks have been super busy. Been in the middle of a house move, and I've had no time to focus on anything besides this house, the work, and my family. Have not been able to get to the podcast nearly as much as I would have liked, but we are back. We are setting up some ridiculously amazing guests, so continue to stay tuned. Don't want to say any names just in case they fall through, but working on great guests and continuing to bring uh, a lot of value, hopefully, to you, the listener, and inspiration and motivation, those kind of things. So, uh, again, welcome back. Episode 27, my next guest, Eric Sinnenberg. And I brought Eric on because he is running the Cleveland Half Marathon a week from Sunday, the Rite Aid Cleveland Half which I am running as well, except, again, I haven't been able to train the last few weeks nearly as much as I should have. So I'm not going to run nearly as good of a time as Eric's going to run. But Eric is running, and I wanted to bring him on to get his take on it. He's done the race several times. And not only is he balancing his his running and his training, but he's also uh, a full-time attorney. He's a father of three. And he's a new member of the Beachwood City Council. Beachwood's a suburb here in Cleveland, so he's one of the newer members of the council, was sworn in in January. So a very busy guy, your everyday type guy, who's going to get out and do his thing and run the the Cleveland Half uh, a week from Sunday. So uh, we talk about that. We talk about running. We talk about his path, his career path, bouncing around from many different cities when he was in his 20s and now as he's turning uh, 40 years old. He's focusing in criminal law at his father's law firm, and he's obviously making an impact in his community uh, on the Beachwood City Council. So without further ado, please welcome Eric Sinnenberg. The Optimal Life. So who, so who, do, you, who do you like? Who do you listen to? So uh, Tr- uh, Mike Trevisano. He's yeah. local. He's a little uh, goofy, but you know, he's entertaining. So I like to I like to listen to Triv in the afternoon driving home. Do you ever listen to Grossi? Tony Grossi with the uh, occasionally he was just on actually. He was, was he came on, on the podcast? He a few on, weeks oh, ago. he was on here. He came on here. Yeah, really. Yeah, he was here. And this he was at my other house. Okay, this has been like the craziest. Is like, this the first one weeks. here? This is the no. This is the second one here. Second here. This is the okay. second one. Okay. And uh, I'm just gonna put this over there okay. a little closer to you. Yep. Um, <clears throat> this is the second. This is the second podcast I've ever done here. So Grossi, I think, was my last one I at need, the other house. You should have like a and uh, something I know I should side, have like right? a, 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 the wall of fame over yes. here. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm not into I'm not into the talk radio that much. You okay. know, there's only so much you can listen to. I love listening to podcasts. I love this so kind of stuff. Okay. But uh, if you're driving, you want to be you want music. Usually, if I'm driving, yeah, or music or, or, or just talking. Yeah. I like listening to the podcast. You know, I'll listen to Rogan. I'll listen to Tim Ferriss. I listen okay. to a little bit of Lewis Howes, some random people. Are these sports or just general just talk? Re- just general talk, okay. self-improvement, people that are doing cool things in business and okay. life in general, physical fitness, you know, those okay. kind of things. So right. um, I like listening to all that kind of stuff. So what's your focus been with this podcast? So, so this podcast is centered around inspirational conversations with extraordinary people. That's kind of the tagline. Okay. So anything well, I, I that maybe uh, you might be the outlier on this podcast, right? On the, on the low end. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm lowering the bar. A- anyone that I could bring in here that does something different, that's involved in the community, for example, right. which we'll get okay. into a little bit, sure. 
or that has done nice things in business or law. I've had some of my buddies that have been, you know, been in the legal world. Sure. Come in and, and talk about what they do, who they represent, those kind of things, what cases they've taken. One of my good buddies, uh, Greg Gentile, is a DUI attorney, okay. criminal defense. You could you could appreciate that, sure. right? Your dad's got a criminal defense practice. Well, I work for him now, actually. Oh, you do? Yes. What are you doing there? So I started with him in January, and uh, I'm doing a lot of the grunt work for the criminal defense work that he's doing. Mm-hmm. When I say grunt work, I mean research, writing. Um, I'm getting into court a little bit. Yeah. And uh, then we also do something completely different, which is collections on behalf of the state of Ohio. So that's interesting as well. So you're doing uh, you're doing criminal defense now, and you were doing tax, right? Isn't that your specialty was tax-related? So I did get a, a, an LLM, a master's in tax law, down in Miami, the University of Miami Law School. That's the University of Miami in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Although U. you went to Miami, the you U. went to Miami University for undergrad. Both Miamis. We both are, we both are Miami. Oh, are you? Miami Redhawks. Okay. For undergrad. Okay. But then you went down to the U, the U for the specialty for the, the one year program. But long story short, never really practiced tax law per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I don't I have the degree, but I'm I'm in no way, shape, or form a tax lawyer. Okay. Um, so that was just something that you got. You never really I, well, got into Well, I got it with the, the intent to yeah. practice in that area, whether it was estate planning or like business tax planning. Um, I graduated from that program in 08 when the market collapsed. Uh, so there were no tax positions for me to jump into. Right. Um, in hindsight, that's fine. I think I would have been bored by it. Or um, so. Yeah, that, that to me sounds like the most brutal I think it would be. Of specialties. I think it would be. God bless you for um, getting into that. That's that's really amazing. It, it, I'm glad I have it. it. It comes up occasionally, and it helps some of the some of what I learned in the background. Um, but I, I don't know if I would have been satisfied being a tax lawyer. It's what tough. do tax lawyers do in general? Um, what do they do? Well, it's there. It, there's a lot of diversity there. There's mm-hmm. it could be estate planning, where you're helping people plan their estates, and obviously there's tons of tax implications there. Um, with setting up trusts and all different types of trusts. Um, and then you have poor, pure corporate tax, which is mergers and acquisitions. And when company A buys B and then spins off a subsidiary, and there, there's all kinds of implications. And, uh, um, you know, incorporating one of your subsidiaries in some foreign countries, yeah. there's a favorable tax treatment there. Majority of it's all corporate related, right? I mean, most tax lawyers corporate or, are, are or the estate planning. Or the estate I mean, planning piece, but not right. the estate planning piece is more of a is more well, of a family, you know, a, a wills and trusts. Correct, and but it can be. I mean, it, obviously, the, the more money there is, there's more the more complicated those can get. And now um, you moved over to the dark side. You moved over to the criminal defense world. That's got to be a lot more exciting. It's the uh, we're the bright side. <laughs> I got to tell you, if I ever practice law, I think I would love to do criminal defense. It's it's tough. So. And my dad, I've been there four months, and um, it's my dad's specialty. It's not mine. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't really, you know, I'm sort of, I've done different litigation in the past, um, doing this now. We also do the collections work. So, you know, I'm sort of a hodgepodge. I worked for the state for Josh Mandel, the treasurer's office, for the past seven years. Right, and you were doing law for them. Some legal work, a lot of... Um, I was in like six different departments actually wow. while there. Wow. So 
You've been I, doing everything. I know You're a little like the bit. Most of, diverse attorney I've ever. Come I know across. a little bit of uh, <laughs> a lot, but not a lot of. What were you doing for the? So let's back up. You you, you were working at Josh Mandel, uh, the U.S. Treasurer, state. state I mean, the state treasurer's office, office. Correct for the state of Ohio. Correct. So, it was in Columbus for four years, and then moved back to Cleveland. And in Cleveland, I was really doing just what we call outreach and community work, community mm-hmm. relations, basically, on behalf of the office. Did you enjoy that? Um, I did. It was it was actually it was a great opportunity because I had been out of town for what seven years mm-hmm. between Florida and Columbus, and to come back and literally your job is to go out and meet everybody that you can and go to events, go to meetings on behalf of the schmoozing office. and people, correct? Rubbing shoulders with it's the, it's a good way. You know, it was nice because there, yeah. I had been gone and came back and um, got to kind of re-meet or meet a lot of people out in the community. That kind of got you ready. Jewish community and and other. That was like a little foreshadowing for what was to come down the road with this this uh, council position that you yeah, ran for well, last it year. Definitely that helped. definitely you know, warmed you up. Kinda. It helped, yeah, for sure. Because, uh, I, I mean, I had only been back for, what, three years. Yeah. Not you're, even. And you're busy um, going to events, you're going to charity dinners, you're meeting right, with people, right? Correct. You're doing those kind of things, shaking so, hands, you're wearing a name tag every other night at these exactly, events. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, what should have taken me four or five years to get to know enough people to be able to run, um, although, of course, born and raised here, but um, in those two years, I was able to do that. And I, it was almost like because I was out so much, people probably thought, oh, yeah, he probably. It probably got to the point where people didn't even realize I had ever left town. Right, right. Because um, they saw you so much, but you were back and forth quite a bit. Right. Well, Let's talk good. about something a lot more important, okay? Let's talk about what it was like going to the University of Miami, Florida. Well... Let's talk about the good stuff. The Gables. <laughs> Coral Gables. So it was unique because I was there as a 20... What? 29? 28, 29-year-old. That's when you went there, because you went to law school back here at Cleveland State. Cleveland Marshall. Right. Okay. Right. That's where I went to law school. Okay. And then you went down to Florida then, after that. Well, then, and this is, we could have a whole podcast on the travels and of the, in the 20s of, of my life. Mm-hmm. So I actually, third year of law school, visited at Georgetown for the year. So was at, I graduated from Marshall. First two years at Marshall. My entire third year was in D.C. Oh, okay. Um and that was, I really got the itch during this my second year of law school to mm-hmm. live somewhere else. Right. So I was able to get an internship with then Congressman LaTourette, Steve LaTourette, mm-hmm. who unfortunately he passed, passed away a yeah. couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, and while there, like on a whim, I was like, you know, what if I, at my, my first week there, I was like, I might like D.C. and want to stay here after. So D.C.'s a cool spot. It is. DC's a very cool is. city. Um, and so I applied and got into Georgetown and GW to visit for the year, um, which is not, it sounds better than it. I think they just want your money. And they're, willing, well, they're willing to take you for the it's year. It's pretty good. It's pretty impressive. Um, and decided it was worth it, so I stayed for the whole year um, in D.C. And then was into the East Coast and started dating Jamie, my now wife. She was in New York, so I moved to New York and actually was in New York for three years. No, two, well, two years. So you went from Oxford 
Let me just see if I'm following here. You went from Oxford, Ohio. That Bigland be- Deli, dude. How about Bigland Deli? So a, 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 a guy that you... Do you know Bobby Botnick? It sounds familiar. He, he'd be good for yeah. this. He's a criminal defense lawyer in town. Yeah. Um, really good guy. So is he, what is he, is he our age or is he? He's or like, like 40. 40? Yeah. I'm 39. Yeah. Okay. He's 40. Yeah, I'm 37, so. Right. So he, um, he actually was just there for some reason this past week. Uh-huh. And I saw on Facebook posted that he was back at oh, Bagel Oh, absolutely. Bell. That's the only reason. And, uh, you need a, there's no the, other reason the, you have to go to Miami. Bagel, the press Bagel. There is no other reason. I What I liked was Skipper's. You remember that place, Skipper's? Of course, I remember Skipper's. next to Bagel and Bell. Yeah. yeah, Skipper's They had a good hero. They had great sandwiches. Yeah. Great sandwiches. And potato fr- and like, did they have a they bar, too? There was a bar upstairs. Upstairs. That was Skipper's, yeah. Yeah. Right there, right at the corner, right at the end of the strip. Correct. Yeah. Before you're starting to get onto campus, more more onto campus. Correct. Area. People that don't know, go to Oxford, Ohio. Check out bagel. You haven't had a bagel until you go to Bagel and Deli. Not a, am right. I am I am I exaggerating? It's, well, well, let's be honest. It's not necessarily a good bagel. I mean, if you want a good bagel, you're going to go to in town. I'm guessing maybe Bialy's or bagel yeah, shop. Pretty much anywhere. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We don't have great bagels in Cleveland, mm-hmm. but we have okay bagels. Um, but this. Bagel and Deli is not a bagel per se, but they just throw any you name it. They have different. It's an experience that, that throw, they throw everything on. Right? Yeah, it's amazing. They steam, and they steam it. press. It. Yeah, they steam. That's that's the whole thing. So it comes it's out just, nice and hot. You know, maybe it's because you always nice getting it like two in the morning. Maybe well, that's that, a part that of might it. be why that's it's so delicious. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. During the week, it's like dead in there. It's dead. Yeah, everyone's there at like midnight. You know, midnight plus. That's I, the time uh, to get the big. It's amazing though. It's such a good good place. Yeah. So Botnik was there. And uh, posted it on Facebook just a couple days ago. I haven't been back to so. Miami in, ah, man, I don't know, like 10 years at least. I haven't been back that's, there to visit Well, that's that the area. problem. At least. It's so far away it's for us. Yeah, it's no easy way to get there. Right. You know, um, once you get off the freeway, if you're taking 70, you take right. the, you if take you're that. coming from northern Ohio, you get off that freeway, you've got another 45 minutes, most of which is on a one-lane road. Correct. It's, I think it's, is it Route 27? Was it 27? I, it sounds familiar. Right. You know, you get off that one-lane road, and right. you're going to be behind trucks and cars, and if it's if it's the wintertime, forget about it. It's going to yes. take you an hour yes. plus to get back there. No, it's a four-hour drive. It's crazy. It's it's so, it's tucked away in the, the bottom portion, bottom, you right. know, southwest of right. Ohio. Um. So I did have occasion to go there, uh, when was I there? About a year and a half ago or two years ago? Because for work I had to go to Cincinnati for uh, a meeting. Uh-huh. I had a, it was a meeting in the morning and another one at night, and I had like three or four hours in the middle just to kill. Right. So I got in the car, drove to Oxford, mm-hmm. walked around. It's changed a lot. Has it? Um, yeah. Totally new student union. Yeah, I've heard it's gotten first, really first beautiful rate, there. Really nice. Yeah. Um, and Uptown is not like a little town anymore. It's like a little city. It's happening now. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, yeah well, it was doing that as we were there. It started it's, coming yeah, around when did. we were there. It did. But now and it's like... Now I heard it's just totally all, different. Like, awesome. How More many students commercial. are there now? I think it's probably... About I'm the same, same. fifteen to 20,000. Right. What's probably. amazing, though, is um, an amazing phenomenon since we went. It was When we went, it was the top public university in the state, ratings-wise. Right. right? It no longer is because Ohio State now is. That's insane to me. Ohio State is like you need a four point to get in there. That's crazy. It is, crazy. and they have all those students too. I mean, they're probably taking sure. twenty thousand sure. a year. Well, they obviously, I assume they have an, an, an international 
pool of candidates that are applying. But when we were there, all you needed was like a 25, 275 to get in. Right. Now you need like it a 4.0. Like, do you have a pulse? It was like, do you have a you pulse? Have a pulse. Okay. Yeah. Now you're you need in, a 4. Right? Ohio State was always the backup plan. Like, I'll, get, I'll go to Ohio State right. if I don't get into right. my top two or three schools. It's totally turned around. Now it's like, you're lucky to get into Ohio State. Right. It's amazing. I don't know what's changed. How they were um, able to change that. I ass- Yeah, I don't know if it's inter- more international students or if nationally more kids... The demand must have been so high. Well, and Columbus has changed for the better mm-hmm. in the last. Yeah, they've grown it up you know? in the, the north. So the... it's no longer like oh, Columbus, you know, the capital and this little city in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, Columbus is it's a cool become... place. I would live in Columbus. Columbus is a great city. I would live there. So, anyways, you went to Oxford. You were tucked away in southern Ohio for four years. Yes. Then you came back to Cleveland. Went to law school for two years, Cleveland State. And then, then said, "I got to get out of here." And then you're like, all right, I've had I've had enough I get, I get, family and friends well, around I'm here. All these people, yeah, like, like I can come back, which is what you I did. I have to leave the state. I'm, then I'm, you went to Georgetown. Did you, you ever leave or no? I went to the only way I left was when I went to Miami. Okay. And then I came back, went to Cleveland State, lived in Coventry. Right. Did the whole downtown thing, just the downtown back and forth between Coventry and, and West Sixth Street sure. in between classes. That was basically three years. And that's been no, that's been about it. I've always been around. I've okay. always been around here. That's one of my regrets is I wish I would have gone away somewhere a little further. Right. You know, even experience something overseas for a semester, a, a study abroad program. Right. I, or, I regret that actually that I didn't do that. I, I see people doing that now. I go, damn, I should have done that. Right. That would have been really cool. Go right. to like pick. If there's a, any young viewers, maybe pick a country give, in maybe Europe. Maybe we should give the young viewers a little. Uh, pick a country in Europe and just right? go. You know, yeah, go go sure. while you can. When you're in that mode, you think ah whatever. Right. You don't really think about right. it. You don't care about it. When you get a little bit older and you start having real responsibilities and a family exactly. yes. and kids, you have three kids, three boys. You and right. I are opposite. We have three. We have three, except we have three of. I have three girls. You have three boys. That, that could be a whole podcast. The trade, too, uh, man. We should trade off. We should do one of those. Uh, What's it like having three boys? That's got to be wild, huh? I mean, I'm sure it's the same with you with the three girls. Never a dull moment. Never certainly. a dull moment. Um, obviously different. But how um, old are your kids? They are about to turn because their birthdays are all within a month. Uh-huh. So they're about to turn ten, eight, and four. Okay, so we're literally the same exact difference. We're right. just two years behind. Ours okay. are turning eight, six, and so, two. Funny story um, uh, that I've probably never revealed. I don't even know if Jamie realizes this. Oh, look at this. See, you see what this podcast does um, to people? It just brings out the secrets. You uh, see that? Ari, my oldest, middle name is Nathan. And it, and it's in part through you that I picked that name. Really? Yes. Get out of town. No, they definitely never told you that, right? <laughs> Breaking news here. I know you're. I know you're joking, but that's Breaking okay. news here. No, because... Um, <laughs> I think we had picked out his first name before he was born, and you might uh, have told me this at the Big Brother last year. Did no, I? It's coming, I don't know. And uh, I don't know. There was a Jewish. We were living in Florida, but we were getting the Jewish news at the time, and there was an article about you, right? This Back in uh, 08. when I was doing the sports agent thing, right? Yes. yes. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So I read it and said, "That's it. You know, I like the name Nate Nathan." So that that was it. Kind of it. Damn, I'm, Jamie man. might not even realize it. That's I, awesome. Um, I feel honored. That's fantastic, so, man. That's now, great. Now that we brought the kids. Have, having to... kids is a crazy thing. It's nonstop, and you're doing it. So you 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 are doing it. You started having your kids ten years ago, and so, we, so about we were, thirty. We yeah, I was twenty nine. Twenty nine, thirty. So right. this is as you're going to. Were you living in Florida, Miami at this point? We were in Florida. Uh huh. 
Um, Jamie was working at a Bloomingdale's doing jewelry, and I was finishing up that master's and the tax master's. Right. And uh, and she had your first. You had your first. Had our first. And then wow. I actually had the only job I ever got fired from was right after we had our first kid. It was a little nerve wracking. Oh my god! I was working for this real estate company, and it just didn't. And you're by yourself in Florida with just Jamie and yourself right. and this yeah. baby, right? Because yeah. the family's all here. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little nerve. That had to be wild. A little nerve wracking. <laughs> it's actually I, I, haven't, I haven't thought about it in a while. Right? Yeah, it brings it's, back uh, those memories. You know, the memory of that first time you leave the hospital, when you have that first one, especially. Oh, it's the same. I mean, it's similar all time. That first time, and you go, okay, you went to the hospital three days ago, the two of you, right? You three days later, there's this crazy wave of emotions. You have this baby, and then the, they're like, "All right, see ya." And you get you're into on your, your own car with this person. And I mean, you guys, you're in the middle. You're down in Florida with right. nobody. Where right? all these crazy drivers are. All these crazy drivers. You're right? still you're still studying. You're you're. I mean, you're relatively young. Right. And you guys have no support system. And now you've got to take your wife and this new little person with you. In the back seat, how terrifying is that drive that first time when you got that little human being terrifying. in the back? It's Again, especially, especially in Miami. In Miami, of and we, course. We were coming from Miami Beach back to downtown Miami across that bridge, and oh my god, I still remember it. Obviously, yeah, um, it's a crazy it's, feeling. It, it was nerve wracking. It's a it's anxiety ridden feeling. You're it driving, is. going, oh my god, what am I gonna? But and that's when it all starts, you know. You know, and here we are now, and it's like. Driving with kids is nothing. Come yep, on. you get used to it, just like anything else. But right. the first time you leave that hospital, there's no book that's no no book that says, "Hey, this Correct. is this is what you got to do." Here's step A, B, C, and D. No, there's nothing like that. Right. Leave. See ya. Good luck. And then you guys, I assume, are living in an apartment in Miami. Yeah. yeah. So you go back to this little apartment with this little person. You're working. You're trying to finish off. It was this, a good time. I remember that. It, it was a good time. So, I'm sure it was a good time, but I mean, it, was it was also it was, a, it was a, you know it was. A crazy time. It's a crazy time. It, it, yeah, but it's it was. Crazy. Yeah, no, I don't know. It, yeah. Um, so how long did you stay in Miami for? In, um, so we were the, there. How old for, was the baby when you left? So when we left, Ari, Ari Nathan, was uh, two. Oh, you were there for a little while. Two and then. a half. Okay. You yeah. were there for a while. Yeah, he was. Him. He was like two and a half, and Noah was then six months old when we left. Wow. And what happened was, I had started to get the itch to want to be back. In Ohio, more than Jamie. Usually, it's the opposite. Usually, it's the, for whatever reason, the maternal instincts or the. Usually, it's the mom or right. the wife that wants to be around family, and, no offense, family, we love you, but uh, <laughs> we were we were fine actually. Yeah. Well, you get used to it. Um, but I did start to get the itch to, uh, want to be back in Ohio, in, in really in Cleveland, um, but the opportunity that came up job wise as I was starting to look for jobs was the opportunity to work for Josh Mandel, but. The cat, the not the caveat. The uh, the deal was that it would I'd have to be in Columbus. Right. So you came back to Columbus. So you were quite all over the place, like you said. You were all over the place. Yeah. For a good decade, you were all over. That's a great experience. Yeah. No, I'm definitely glad about it. Gets it. Um, Get get that out of the way. You don't look back with any regrets and say, "I wish I should have." That's awesome. That's really Um, cool. Yeah, and Columbus is great. It really is. There, you know. Cleveland's every city is Cleveland's every coming back. Cleveland's every coming back. Unique. Every hey man, um, uh, most of the listeners obviously on the show are from Cleveland. How many most listeners are, are there? It's hard to gauge. <laughs> it's, it's hard to gauge, but we're getting no, wait, we're, we're getting not, hundreds and hundreds of be, hits on uh, really? downloads on, on each episode. You know, several hundred. Bring so, it down. Some may, some episodes are getting more, some less. I may but, bring it down. No, 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 no. Um, we're, so we're we're just growing like when wild, will this like wildfire like, over here. We're not live, are we? 
No, we're not yeah, live. Okay. We're not live. This will be like we could we could edit it. You can if you know if you say a few cuss words, we can. Right. Okay. <laughs> now that you've got this councilman position, when will this? Be when will this? We be? could. I'll publish it tonight, most likely. I'll really? publish it tonight. Yeah. It'll be out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. At, at every platform that plays a podcast, pretty much, you can go get this episode tonight. Okay. So, so can I on on like Facebook say, yeah, hey, man, did this? It was great. Oh yeah. Listen, push it out there. Push now, it can, out there to all your followers. People, people want to hear about you. That's why you're here. They want to really hear about the running thing, which is what we're going to hopefully get to. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get there sometime. This well, is more fun. When you I like, say running I like with talking. me, they, they may think running for office. I like your shirt. You're wearing the shirt. We so run I, Cleveland Half Marathon. Yeah, I didn't know. I, 2012. I, I, wow. I didn't know if we'd be on uh, camera. I don't know no, no, no. Camera. This is but, strictly right, voice. I, yeah. So I did wear uh, the shirt from the first half marathon. I only do half marathons. Okay. Only halves. Um, as I say, and some people say it's corny you know i'm only half crazy right um so i've only done hats and i haven't done one in a few years so this is going to be when was the last one you did so the last half was uh it's been a few years i started in 2012 actually do you know ryan bilski he's a yeah you know ryan of course ryan right yeah he was my he's my uh my running uh mentor okay because we were working together in columbus and he's a huge runner Mm -hmm. and i had always run like since college um, obviously, but people can't see. I'm, I'm not exactly a weightlifting. Uh, you've got a runner's. You've got a runner's guy. frame. Right. So, you know, I've all, it's always been important to me to be somewhat healthy mm-hmm. and, and my, in moderation. I am not somebody who I, I sort of watch what I eat and drink, and but I'm not crazy about it. Right. Um, moderation is definitely my big thing. Keep going. Yep. So. Um, so I moderate in moderation of, of exercise has always been something. So I would run consistently, more or less, you know, a few miles here and there, a few days a week, um, and never even thought about doing a, a race or anything. But Ryan Bilski, uh, when we were working together in Columbus, started to like say you should think about running. And mm-hmm. so three miles becomes four, four becomes five, and then you're able, and then you realize, all right, you know, that I can try to do this half. Right, um, and so in twenty, I think twenty twelve was when I first. That was, was your first one. This, may, that this was your first shirt one. that I'm wearing. The inaugural, yeah, uh, yeah. Twenty twelve, Rite Aid Cleveland Marathon. Have you only done the Rite Aid? Or do you do other ones? So I've done. Let's see. I got to remember here. I think I've done six of these halves. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I think I've done two or three of the Rite Aids. Right. There was a rock. There's a rock and roll series. Have you heard about that? That's in August, right? Well, the rock and roll is nationwide, okay. international. Okay. It's a whole series. Mm-hmm. And they do them in different cities, and it's a big deal, and they do a good job. And they did do one in Cleveland, but they only, it was for whatever reason, only, there was only one. It yeah, no, I know what you're talking so, about. Yeah. Yeah. So I did do that as well. So I've done, again, two or three of the Rite Aids. Okay. The rock and roll. And then I did, I think, three in Columbus. Nice. Columbus is a hat has a. I heard Columbus is beautiful too. I heard both of them are. Great. Columbus has there's two different ones. There's a nation. There's the nationwide, and then there's something else. Yeah, um, but I've, I've done a few a couple of Columbus. So, um, t- tell us about a few years. So you you started you got into it in 2012. You've done them obviously about a half dozen times. Right. You're training for. Are you training for them? Do you have to like go into a training regimen as you're preparing for this now, or do you run enough where it's kind of like? So what I, so I. I am a, a, a running wimp. 
self-professed. A running wimp. A wimp. Hmm. Weather-wise, I mean. I'm a wimp weather-wise. If it's, a, if it's under 50, 40, if it's under 40 degrees, I'm definitely not running outside. Right. Um, and in treadmill, I'm over treadmills. So all winter long, I don't I don't run. What really? I, what I've done the past couple winters is again weight. I'm not a big weightlifter type, so I'm boring the cardio. I mean, I'll do push-ups and sit-ups, and but what I've gotten into actually the last two two winters is we have a Peloton bike. Oh, nice! Which are they're awesome. Really, I've they're heard awesome. I've heard they're great. I've never done they're it. They're great because they have these great inspiring instructors. Yeah, that really throw different music on and motivate you and you're watching a screen and it's a little bizarre at first but it, it it's and good. you're competing with if you want to you can kind of push yeah, yourself I mean, against it, other it, people you know you're either taking a live course or a taped course right and you're there are rankings of where you're and at the, and the instructor will say you know come on eric right they'll sometimes if they'll it's call a live you out course, those, they will call you out occasionally you can do better occasionally yeah or if it's your like 100th class they'll, they'll, they'll go oh there you are again they'll yeah. give you a shout out 100th class 200th class that's um, cool that's really cool they're coming uh, out with a treadmill they're coming out with the power treadmill i've yes. seen that would be cool i want to get a treadmill right there and that would be something i'm that would consider be. Yeah. that'd be awesome but the peloton bike is worth considering i've too. heard the bike's awesome um, my brother loves it and uh and you'll do like free weights on it yeah, it's it's a, it's a strength as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, you know, it, I mean, free weights they, they recommend like three. So you're just biking all winter. That's it. So all winter, I all was winter biking. you're doing Peloton. Right. When did you start running now? So uh, I didn't I didn't run again. We were in um, for Passover. We went to Arizona uh, for one of these Passover trips that I go on every year with my wife's family, and that week is when I start. So that was what about a month April, ago. Yeah, yeah, April. Yeah, that was just early. April, so that right? week I. You know, first day I got up and I ran four miles. And I'm big on days off, by the way, mm-hmm. whether it's the biking or the running. I'm big on if I'm going to, I mean, if occasionally I will work out two days in a row, but I'm big on the. You like taking, day off. like doing, if you work out one day, you like doing the day next off. day off. Yeah. So you kind of rotate it every other day. Correct. So you started um, running in April. And so April, so, so that week I did two four mile runs. Mm-hmm. That must have felt great getting back at it, the first especially one was out rough. there. It had I to think, be very hard. I think the first one, like, um, I think I I, I bear I think I, I it was like a nine thirty pace mm-hmm, nine thirty mile that's fine yeah you know that's fine um, you know I, in the past I've been more like at the eight 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 ish um, so nine, so nine thirty to put it in it perspective fine. to put it into perspective you're running at around a six point three if you're running your tre- the treadmill runners out there put it at six point three that's about a nine thirty pace give or take six point okay. three six point four sure. miles per hour. So you're doing that. You're typically running eight minute mile paces, in in your prior half marathons. Is that the type of pace you were going? Pretty much, yeah. Really, that's yeah. a great pace. Um, yeah, that's ends, awesome. It ends up being. I think if you do an eight minute pace, it's what thirteen point one times eight. It's one hundred and forty. It's less than. It's like an hour like and forty five or right, something like that. Right. Yeah, that's a great time. Yeah, I'd be thrilled um, with that. You know, I'm, si- I'm signed I up mean, for the half. That's why I'm talking oh, to you. I didn't realize. I'm that. signed up for my first half. I have done. So you're doing it. I'm doing it. Right. I think I'm doing it. Awesome. <laughs> but it has been the worst what you, timing what because of this move. Then? Dude, I'm telling you, I am going to be destroyed. Come If I do it, you know, this is only what, a week it. and a half from now. You're doing it. because I'm going to be destroyed the come view, the now, next day. Don't you, but now, 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 now that, that I've thrown it out there, viewers are going to go people nuts. need to know. Yeah, the listeners it, that right? have to are going to be giving me shit. And that's why I'm telling people, right. I'm signed up. You have to do this. I have to do it now. Now, right. I'm not going to run an eight-minute pace, and I'm not going to run a nine-minute pace. That's fine. But if I can run a ten-minute pace. Just do it. I, I mean, honestly, 
who cares? Just do it, right? I mean, just do it. That's, that's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking. Is like that literally, be a, a slogan I'll wear my a, Nike hat. That should be a slogan know? of a, just of do a company, it. right? Yeah, company. it should be. That'd be right. a good. That'd be a good slogan if somebody had just come up with that idea. Right. I want to. Um, uh, I have to. I have to. I'm signed up for it. I've done. I've been terrible. I did a lot of training for my 10K back in December. Okay. And I was training for it, and I was running outside. I was running hills. It was fine. It was nothing. Yeah. I did it at like nine minute pace, a little okay. bit, you know. Okay. Now I, I've been doing with all the moving. Though this has been the toughest month, the last four sure. weeks, and I've barely run. I'm telling you, I've barely run. I've run once a week, like like three the... to f- three or four miles a run. Okay. So come that. So, so come the half. I am gonna. I needed to get a big run in this weekend. I need what to get a couple runs weekend? in this like weekend. Seven? I'm gonna try to go pretty pretty long. Yeah, I'm gonna try to go seven? maybe even maybe seven plus. Seven to ten. So if I could, just to okay. do it, just yeah. to like shock my body a little bit, but I still have a week, week and a half right. to do it. The the training program that I was supposed to be on, which was like three or four days running a week, was supposed to be you, you go up, as I'm sure you've seen of these course. programs. Right. Four miles one day, five miles maybe a day or two later, seven miles the fu- as you're getting close to the end, it's like a right. twelve week program. Right. I've done none of this, but I'm kind of thinking to myself, if I just go at a nice steady pace. Correct me if I'm wrong. Cleveland's a flat course, pretty flat course overall. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh oh. When I've done it in the past, there's been some pretty steep hills. I think, really? I think they've they've modified it. Um. By the way, I should have you know maybe for the next one. I'm friends with the race director. Okay. Um. Jack Staff is his name. I grew up with his son Josh, so uh, maybe we could get him on this next time. I'd be or, happy to bring Jack on, or, or next year. Anyone, anyone that's really anyone that guy. could inspire and motivate oh, not yeah. only myself but other people that are getting into running or physical fitness or anything like that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'd love to talk to these people. Love to talk to you. So you're you're doing. So you did f- four miles. What kind so, of runs have you been doing the past so did, month to work so up? So I to did it? The, the two four, and then I did a five, and I think I I did a five and a half out there. Mm-hmm. So I was I started to build up from four to five and a half, um, and then what I did, I just calendared it out. You know, race is May twentieth, so Sunday is the day that for me is best in terms of time and ability to, to do a longer run. Um, and so I, I'll this is what I've done in the past too. During the week, you know, four four and a half to five miles a few a couple days a week, and then the weekend will be my big run Saturday right. or Sunday. What's a big run? Like well, starting at six. So like the last three Saturday. Now we had some crappy weather, so I wasn't able to do it one Saturday or one Sunday. But the last, I should be up to nine, but I'm only up to eight. So like the last three Saturdays or Sundays, I've done, I did six and then I did seven and then I'm up to eight right now. And what kind of pace are you running at now? It's like an eight, eight thirty. What are you running at? Like a 7.0 typically or a 7.5? Like on the treadmill? treadmill? Yeah. It would be like a seven probably. Somewhere in that range? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's an eight and a half, right? Okay. Yeah, somewhere right around there. I think that sounds about right. So, I always uh, try to equate it to miles per hour on the treadmill. Right. Just so, I know, know people right. that run on the treadmill. But that's great. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Can you run on the? Most people can't run on the treadmill uh, for that long. I could run on the treadmill when I'm at like for for longer when I'm at like Lifetime Fitness because there's a TV. Or no, because there's people. Right. There's people. Right. Once in a while, I'll see like a a beautiful woman and some you know. Lululemon or motivates something you a bit, it motivates right? me. Now, if I do right. this in my basement, I'm not. I'm looking at walls. It's right. not as exciting. Exactly. 
So um, just the energy from people at, at Lifetime, really, it does actually. I just rejoined Lifetime Fitness. I was working out at some little gym. There was nobody there. Okay. And rejoining Lifetime Fitness, I was like, oh my God, this is great. Cause it's like a city. It, or you see a guy on the treadmill, a couple of treadmills right. down. or you. In front of it. In front of you. Yeah. And motivate right. you. You want to keep going. I want. I don't want to get outrun by this guy. Right. And so I, that, know, that, that for me, it's all about the outside. I, I run in the mornings, typically. So like today I ran, I set my alarm for like, I don't know, 5.45. By the time I actually got out after my little uh, coffee... It was like six fifteen, maybe. No, the more the, the run outside is great. Morning's great. I mean, I love the running outside too. This time of year too. too. I, uh, again, I've t- I'm telling you, the last month the has been horrible. I've been stuck in this move, so I haven't been able to run outside. I haven't been able to run inside. Right. It's been just, it's been a lot. So, so I'm thinking, do you even I don't have know. a new now that you're in this new house? Do you have a, even a, like a path from here yet, or not even? Not really. I not haven't yet. done it. I haven't. So you I haven't start tested. It out. But I live close enough to where I was okay. that I kind of, I kind of yeah. know where I'm going. Yeah. I, where yeah. what to do. Right. The path is fine. I already pretty much have it. I okay. just got to go do it. But I have got a week. You know, eight, eight, nine days right. to get going. So you're right, and you don't want to overdo it. Obviously. Do you do anything in terms of meal or nutrition? As you, um, I mean, to me, the biggest thing is water is staying hydrated if i don't drink enough water the day before one of these big i mean the four to five the four mile runs i'm pretty much okay no matter what even okay. if i like I mean, yeah, you I, could roll out of bed and do four we, right right yeah but as you get for me at least as you get to five six seven eight um like last saturday or last sunday i did this eight miler and after about three miles i was i was struggling Really? Because I hadn't, I, I knew at that, I didn't think about it until then, but then obviously, and this is my body telling me, I'm out of water, I'm dehydrated. Yeah. Now, do you use any things during the race, like packets? So, um, salts? During the race, I just do, I mean, I, I'll do like their water and their Gatorade. Any right. race will give out water and Gatorade. Right. Gatorade's good because of the, whatever. The electrolytes, electrolytes that right. you're getting. So, I'll, do, I'll definitely do that. When I'm doing my own runs, I, I'm usually like bottle free, just running. Uh huh. Um, the problem, though, and that's fine for, for the four mile, the five mile. Once you get up to six, though, I need water. So, like, the, lately, I've been running paths that are go past a public water fountain. Okay, but you don't. You're not using gels or anything like that for a half marathon. No, really, I'm not. But wow. But again, that's amazing. Definitely relying on the gator. I mean. I'll I'll try to wait till like three miles, but then I'm definitely almost every mile when there's the water, I'm taking some. What do you or, eat? What do you eat before the race? Um, to be honest, usually, actually, you know what I've I've done because it's been again it's been a few years. I got to think back. I I'll usually do a banana mm-hmm. and a a bar like a not like a Nutrigrain bar like a real like a like a like metric protein, protein bar, bar or something yeah. like that. So that's yeah, it's a good combo. Uh-huh. Um, that's Definitely it, not, though? Not overeating. That's it? Yeah, you don't want That's to be it. too full. And I'm doing a little Gatorade, too, before the race. Coffee? Some people sips. like it, some don't. Yeah. couple sips. Um, Pre-workout, BCAAs, anything like that? No. Pre-workout drink, energy drinks, nothing like that? No. I Well, I do, at, after almost any workout at home, run or the Peloton, I'll do a uh, like a protein smoothie shake. Okay. Mm-hmm. to replace whatever... Yeah, you know, I'm not an expert, but I think so. You keep it simple, man. You keep it simple. You've got the the banana, but the definitely the. I mean, for me, it's always been banana, pro um, like a peanut butter chocolatey. Yeah, like a a, pro, a real protein bar, like bar. builder's bar, kind of something right. like that. 
and uh, and some Gatorade, you know, a couple sips of Gatorade. And that's it, huh? I guess I guess if you're prepared, I guess it doesn't it it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you I mean you can't eat a, a you know eggs, hash browns, and toast, right? Mm-hmm. That's you know I mean these races are early enough, I think intentionally so. Yeah, because um, at least for me, the body, as long as you've eaten a decent meal the night before, not overeat, but a good overall balanced meal. Um, and drink a lot of water the day before. Yeah, your body should be. I think. What's the best time you've ever run? Do you know? I think maybe like a one forty-two or something. Damn, that's awesome. It was good. That's but a like really good Orion time. Orion Bilski, for example, um, you know, he's probably done in the one twenties on. That's apps. a good time though, man. For just a listen, no, you're okay. you're you're a full time attorney. It's okay. Yeah, you've I mean, got this new thing with the Beachwood City Council. Well, no, don't forget, this is all. This is all pre. So, is, so let's find out test. how this is. This is a real this test. This is a test. Well, forget about it's that. Been a few you're years. an attorney. You've got all these responsibilities. You've got a wife. You've got three kids. Right. And you got to find time so, to train for these marathons or these half marathons. My, Jamie actually ran three halves. The, when I first started in 2012, she did as well, mm-hmm. um, and she actually ran three in like four months or five months. That's sick. And then, but hasn't went, since that. That was like, it. She was ruined. She's I'm done. She wasn't ruined. <laughs> she just hasn't. That's done it. Since. I'm done. She was really into it. And then, what's it like? Tell um, us. Tell us what it's like for those who, like myself who's never done the ha- a half. The so most what, I've done is the, 10k, which is about never, ha- which is like, about half of a half. A in little a less race or just in life? In both. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. six. The six most I've ever done is six two. Yep, okay. that's it. So I've got to do just more than half, the, you know, double that. Well, I think the key is that, you know, the body arguably wasn't meant to run for 13.1 miles consecutively. In fact, I think the story of the person who ran the first marathon, I think he died after, right? Do you know that? Don't tell me that. <laughs> no, I don't know that story. I, I, I think the story of how we got, to, you know, it's twenty a marathon's twenty six point two, and I think the story is that in Greece, ancient Greece or Rome, and if I'm wrong, I viewers, it's okay, it's I a good apologize. story. I, Makes us a little more scary. I, maybe like we're doing something daredevilish this coming um, week. Next but weekend. I think I think what happened was that the, the, the person you know, might have, I don't know. I think marathon is like a Greek or Roman word. Mm-hmm. Maybe the guy's name was even marathon. I don't know. Um, but I think he was like, had to run from back to the palace from somewhere else. I don't know what to deliver a message, but I, it was twenty. It ended up being. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna try. Yeah. Fact yeah. check. Fact check me. Yeah, here. I'm gonna try to go fact ahead. Fact check me. Uh, so it was twenty six point two miles, and the guy died after. Are you? I don't know. It's hard to find. Okay. It's hard okay. to find. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can't have two. You can't have too much pride here fight appease fight 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 dipities does that yeah, sound familiar maybe is that well, yeah a central figure in the story that inspired a modern sporting event the marathon race there we go is said to have run from marathon to athens to deliver news of a military victory against the persians See? at the battle of marathon okay but uh died right i don't know no there's too much here at wikipedia for me to look it up but okay check it out check it out Phidippides. maybe it's true um, you can't have, I mean, you know, you can't have too much, you gotta throw, if you need to walk, you walk. That's not yeah, that. Right. If you need right. to walk, you walk. But what's that like um, as you start getting into those late miles? Is it, a, is it become a mental thing? Yeah. It's, it's very, it's all very mental, mental at that yeah. point. Everyone well, so, knows it. And we haven't discussed this yet, but for me, this is a huge part of running music. 
Okay. I mean, if I got if I have good music and and frankly, I just put Pandora on and I have a few different stations, um, and I'll bounce around um, to different stations as I run. That's what keeps me going. I mean, it, that, that's what. If it's good music, I, I'm, I'm. So you run with the headphones. You, you yes. definitely are running with music all the time. Yeah, you know, I had this girl on. She's a great, great person. Her name's Alyssa Kaleric. She okay. was one of my first guests. Okay. She just started running a few years ago. She's a mother of two kids. Just started running at like 30, 29, okay. 30. Started getting into elite running. She's running. She's running. I don't know, like hour and a half, half marathons, really? maybe That's even be- I think a little bit better. Hour, tw- hour twenty three, wow. if I recall. Wow. Yeah, it's insane, and she's she's amazing. I mean, she's been injured twice, like full blown surgeries. She's just crushing it. She doesn't wear headphones. I go, are you crazy? What do you do? That, she that carried, is, to me, she that carried, is crazy. She runs a marathon. Right. She ran the New York City Marathon last year, no headphones, with a packet of gel in her hand. Nothing. Nothing else. I said, how the hell do you get through? She goes, the crowd at first, the crowd in New York is unbelievable. I'm sure it is. It kind of, yeah, it's different than running down the streets of Ontario or St. Clair. Right. But there, there are parts, though, of this Cleveland race where there will be people lined up, stand, you know, especially like in Ohio City. Nice. Um, and when you run up, like, I don't, and I don't know the exact path this year. Yeah. But I'm sure, you know, you run in the near west side, up Lorraine or Detroit, and it, 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 there will be... There's some energy from the crowd. That's, a, that's always cool yeah. when you see the crowd. It is cool. Even when I did the 10K downtown, you see the crowds. Right. It's well, awesome. You know, what is cool about these races is that, um, although on a very different scale, um, you know, you're, you are almost like a, you know, you're... Just, I mean, when you normally, normally I, we're going to sporting events as fans. Mm-hmm. Here we're, you know, you're the, you're, you're, the, you're, the, the, you're the talent. Yeah. You're the athlete. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's something about that that sort of It's cool. It's, it's cool. cool. And then I think on the bibs, they have, you could personalize the bib, if I recall, when I registered. So you, if you put your name on there, right. a lot of people as you're running by will be calling out your name. Hey, go Eric or go right. Nate or yes, the, yes, and that's cool too because you yeah. have no idea who yeah. these people. But well, it's cool. And, and another cool thing will be you'll see there, there's lots of um, creative signs that people that the spectators will, will mm-hmm. uh, like. In, you know, they're the same ones usually. Like but, what, for example? Uh, one is like this is the worst parade ever, right? <laughs> or like there's tons. Of, I don't know. There's there's all these quirky ones that. It, but they're funny, and that kind and the, of yeah, it gives you, you a little laugh, running, right? It running, gives you a little you, laugh. Right. They always say, "Smile when it when it starts to hurt." Smile, enjoy it. Right. Just try to take your mind off of it. Um, but I heard like the last on a long race like that, it becomes very mental. I've heard it as you get closer and closer to the end. It does, yeah, for sure. It, it just it, becomes it, left foot, right foot, left foot. Just yeah. zone out and just keep going. Yeah, I, you, I, like you said, you can slow down. You don't need a. We're not, we're not here to win Olympic I mean, look, medals. It, you know, there was a one one of the races I did where my knee like went out on me almost for like the last mile. So like I was limping it basically, couldn't run. I was walking it and limping. Oh my god! And I mean, did it suck? Yes. Did I have a goal that I ended up not making because of it? Yes. But you still feel good. You've just done an amazing thing. I mean, it, you're yeah, doing something the, the that ninety nine percent of people body's not do. meant to do it. And I yeah. actually think, to be honest. And, you know, if you were to compare someone who's never run or doesn't do anything physically versus somebody who runs every day, of course, the person who runs every day is in better shape, typically. But I think running too much is really not good. Yeah. You know, overall, long term or even short. I mean, that's why, uh, like, I'll run this 
I'll be done. Um, you know, I'll probably take a couple of days off, and then I'll do like a, a nice four, just just a shake out, a four kind of mile shakeout yeah. on Wednesday of that like week. Like a slow pace, nice. Wednesday of that week, probably. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, to be honest, I'll keep running because it is nice to get up in the, on a summer morning before work and just. But this is really your only big race, huh? This is it. That probably. You so I'll do like yeah. four and five mile runs. But rest, you're going to run this. What are you hoping now to there, run this in? Now, there is. There is um, there's a race called the. This is this could be one that you if you're, if you're still if you're up for this. There's the perfect ten miler. You I've heard about that. this? Yeah. It's in. It leaves from Legacy Village and it goes through Lakelandhurst and and that's in August. I think this year for some reason it's it's in July, late July. That's always a good one. I've done that a couple times. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, that's a good one. So I might do that. But that's again ten miles. You could train if you're doing four and five miles consistently right. through the summer. You could just the two weeks before that do like a six and a seven to train. See what I like about you is that you're just a, a normal regular guy that that runs a few days a week. Right. And you're just gonna go out and do it, and you're gonna get it done, and you're gonna run it in an hour. Call it an hour and forty, hour forty five, somewhere that you know, somewhere in that Maybe range. 150. Maybe one fifty. Maybe one fifty. So what? Maybe two. It, maybe two, but you're still gonna do it. Right. You know, and that's that's what's really cool about it is that anyone can do it. You're not oh, a totally. you're not a major runner by any means. Based totally. on what you just told me, you've been on a Peloton bike for the past five six months prior to April. Right. I mean, if you're in decent shape, you could probably jog and walk. Right. This without even training. They're gonna keep the course open for four hours for training. the half marathon sure. alone. Sure. So you could um, walk it. Now you the full full's probably different, right? The full's are different, yeah. I mean, if you walk, even walking 26.2 miles is... That is insane. Right. You've never run a full? No. That I, is insane. And I never will. Never? No. Wow. No. Because See, I feel like once I do the half, then I'm like, fuck, now i got to do the full. Right. I, no, I just... <laughs> mentally, I couldn't... You don't want to go, go down that path. Around. Yeah, we'll see. But um, the, what a feeling of accomplishment. Like Even when I finish and then, the 10K. You know, the, the cool thing about these races is at the end, again, you, know, you almost... You know, it's kind of like... When you watch the, like the post-game interviews of, of uh, a professional athlete, mm-hmm. like you know, you, you can tell they're especially if they, well, if they they lost. It's not the same way, but if they've won, they're feeling you know you're, and it's it's the same way for as a, at the end of the race, you just feel good. It's an accomplishment. It's an accomplishment. And everyone's you know everyone's there. Everyone's enjoying it. Exactly. Um, taking it in. You're uh, hanging out. They always have good post-race snacks. Post-race snacks, refreshments, Those music, typically some of this, right. these races, these big races, media. You're going to see everything. Right. All the people that – there's probably thousands of people near near or at the finish Correct. line. Correct. Yeah, it's Just nice. hanging. Are your, are your kids going to come watch you? I don't know. You know? I don't know. It's such a – got to figure it out it's, with the logistics. And well, the problem is it is hard to get down there. and for It gets so crowded. Yeah, I'm not sure it's this cool. year. The first time I did it, my dad came down with my – two of my boys. Oh, did I have all – no, I only had – yeah, we only had two then. Yeah. Um, and he came down, and it was like around Tremont. There's that big park. I think it's called Lincoln Park, maybe. Okay, yep. And we ran around that, and they you were see there. Him? And that was cool, yeah. 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 I've seen it like when we've done the Chagrin Falls run, and my kids were near the finish line That's with my a great wife. Run. That's the such blossom. a cool feeling, the Blossom you Time do that run. again? Probably, I, although I hated it because it was so hilly. Right. That that's, Blossom that's Time hilly. run is that's no tough. joke, man. No, that's tough. That is, and, and, and that last hill is like, are you kidding me? I know. That's it's almost tough. like a mile long. But that, like. that run, I've done that actually every year. I think the last like five or six. That years. run is no joke. It's no joke. It's tough. It's, last year was hot. It was brutally it was hot. Like, that's when I did it. I just did that one last really year. Hot. It was horrible. But um, that to me, that's that race is like my official start to the summer. 
Yeah. It's like a, a thing. Where it's, yeah, that's you know, cool. Plus it's blossom time. And blossom time, everyone's out. It's a cool ride. It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun to do. But when I remember seeing my kids, that really gave me a boost as I was getting close to oh, the yeah. finish line. Yeah. I had the cramps, and I'm like, ugh. And I'm like, I got I to turn it up a notch. I, I can't look weak right. in front of the girls. So right. it's pretty cool. Um, so you're doing that. You're doing the race. Uh, you're going to run a good – you're going to run an eight – call it an eight, eight-and-a-half-minute pace, somewhere hopefully, in the range. Hopefully. Hopefully in that range you'll do well. I mean – for better or worse, you know, it's public, obviously. Now it's you have to do it. See, well, well no, now you have to do the it. The results are public. The though. results so are public. Like, See, you came that, on here. You're a brave soul. That, that, that's another motivating factor, too. That is. It's great. That, you know, you, you don't want to just be the one that pulls out or that really slow. That's what keeps you going, too. You're right. like, oh, God, people are going to see my time, you know? Right. Um, so you're but doing that. At the same time, again, I'd advise you or anybody else, don't have too much pride. You know, again, I had the one time where my knee gave out and I had to walk it in and. You know, it happens. At least you're you doing are it. you are bummed at first, yeah. but you've still accomplished an amazing thing. You've done something you that ninety nine point nine percent of people will never do. Correct. Let's just put it in perspective. Correct. So you're doing that. You're doing the criminal law. Now you guys at the criminal law. We'll finish it up here shortly. You guys at the criminal law are doing. You guys are representing people from all types of crimes, including murder. Correct. Uh, well, charged we, with we, crimes. We've of murder, definitely we done say. that. Yeah. We, we yes. Yeah. So you A do lot. it all. A lot of what uh, we do is actually has turned into um, financial and white collar crimes. Okay. Um, and interesting for me, since I'm now an elected official, uh, we've had a couple of, of over the years. Not we. It's my dad. Uh, he's represented several public officials who have been in who um, charged with crimes. Sure. Sure. Um, and so. Uh, those, so, are, those are interesting. So that's kind of. Do you guys have a specialty in the criminal law area, or do you kind of focus on anything and everything? No, it's law? pretty. It's pretty much criminal. We'll do some civil stuff, but within criminal um, itself, is it mostly within criminal? It's yeah. We'll do. We'll do anything. You'll do anything within yeah. criminal. Yeah. Yeah, and you've got um, several other attorneys on staff. I saw Dom got the. He won the election as well. Dominic won. Coletta. Yeah. Dom and I were in Miami at the same time. Okay. So Dom and I go back to the Oxford days. Yeah. Okay. Good dude. Yeah, I was there. Great the same guy. Time. Oh wait, he would have been. He was finishing up as right. I was coming in. How did you know him though? From just from some of the guys, just, some of the okay. guys that we were living with. Got yeah, it. One, okay. he was buddies with those guys. Got it. I'll never um, forget. He sat me down, Dom Coletta, and I was, I was at Oxford. I was in, I don't know, maybe my second year of, of uh, college, mm-hmm. living at University of Commons. I'll never forget this. We were sitting on the patio. I was completely lost. I had no direction. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, I not a I, good student. Not I was a good student, but I wasn't asserting myself. So I was a bad student because okay. of that. You know, I was I could have been a good student. I just was choosing not right. to be a good student. Okay. And I was drinking, and I was making bad decisions. I wasn't I wasn't going to class as nearly as much as I should probably. I wasn't studying clearly nearly as much as I should. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taking it serious. I had no direction. I kind of wanted to drop out of college. Really? Yeah. This it was, was back. It was, it was that, that bad. Oh yeah, it was that bad. And instead of studying and doing other things i would go out with the guys or i'd go out to uh skippers or you know uptown to one of those other right. bars stadium. stadium remember stadium 45 east it was called the other one at the corner i think it was attractions 45 yeah. east yeah. they called it at some point once i was there i was just doing that kind of thing no direction didn't really care about what was going to happen at 21 or 22 or 23 all i cared about was 19 20 years old and sure. i'm 
What are we doing tomorrow night? What are we doing? What are we doing tonight? That was it. What about that was it? It's healthy. I mean, it's not not healthy. It was completely unhealthy for at that. It's unhealthy, but but what I mean is, it's part of it's. uh, It's natural. It's part of the experience for some people, and I wasn't mature enough at that time to even really be there. But I was there, so I remember I was sitting out on the patio, and Dom sat me down, and 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 because I was on the verge of dropping out, I was on the verge of coming home. So you're a sophomore. I was a sophomore. This is. And, and I had missed my second semester, so this is probably just my because th- I with a shoulder injury, I had to come home and get shoulder surgery oh, really? in my wow. second semester. So I missed the whole semester because I was out for like six weeks, eight weeks, and then like you can't keep going. You got to just take a leave right. of absence. Right. Come back in the fall. It's my soft second year, but it's still only my second semester sure. now. Sure. So now I'm in my third semester. I'm completely just doing stupid shit. Not. Focus, not paying attention. Right. Anyways, long story short, sit down with Dom. All these guys are doing big things. Dom's going off to law school. I see all these guys going off to finance and business, like Howie and, and Schulman and some of right. these guys. Right. And Dom sits me down and says, hey, man, I'm just letting you know. You get your shit together because you're going to blow this opportunity. Something along these lines. I don't remember his exact words. Sure, sure. But he, had, he was the only one. Of all these guys that had the balls to just sit me down and say, "Hey, we're not the closest of friends, but I like you. I, I know that you're, you're, you know, you've got potential. I see it, but you're gonna blow this shit, man. You just keep doing this. You keep playing caps and cornhole and this other crap, and not not focusing on what you're supposed to be doing. Right? You're gonna regret this shit one day." He goes, "They do what you want." He goes, "I'm going off to law school." He goes, well, "I still have had a great time here. I, I, I've I've studied my ass off. I've had fun, but I've studied." And I put my time in. He goes, you're just having fun. And you're, you're not doing anything else. Right. He goes, that's just my advice to you. You do what you want. It was That was it. It was like two minutes. And I remember that never, that stuck with me forever. Wow. Forever. And Have I you told, ever told I, him this? I've told him. Oh, okay. I've told him. Yeah, I ran into him. I said, wow. when, you, when you told me that, gave me that story, I go, that's one of those moments in life. You remember bits and pieces of college. The little, you know, there's so right. many things that happen. Of you don't course. remember. So, of course. But that was one of those moments that I'll take with me forever. And that's pretty cool. thank God I, I I guess I kind of listened to him. Right. He did something. He said something. So now he's a judge, and now he's a judge. That's awesome. So, so he's court. no longer with you guys. Obviously, he's doing correct, he's and that judge. that actually uh, opened up the opportunity for me to join the firm because a I that that's the office I now occupy. So that's the, spatially I needed it, and uh, and you know for other factors. It, so the timing was interesting where he got elected, and then. Um, Josh's term was ending with the treasurer's office, and I had to decide what I was going to do next. And so it all kind of came together, uh, where I joined joined the firm, and it's worked. You know, I think it's been good. It's, it's been great. That's awesome. Months. Good for you. And now the Beachwood Council, you won that election. So council uh, got sworn in on ja- in January. Congratulations. Three months into that, um, it's been an interesting process. That, you know, learning the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's I you know I've enjoyed it overall. How often do you guys meet? So we meet we officially meet every every other Monday, the first and third Mondays of the month. Okay. But in reality, we are meeting every Monday pretty much. I think we've had one Monday off over the last four and a half months. And so, what are the types of things you guys yeah are going over? Well, we have twelve committees. Uh huh. Um, public safety, public works, recreation, economic development, finance, so on. Mm-hmm. Um, so each of those committees should and does meet, let's say, every month or two. And um, so those have to be held before the council meeting or on the on our off Mondays. 
Mm-hmm. So that's when we, when we meet. And those 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 meetings will go um, an hour and a half to two hours, maybe even more. Wow. Um, and then we have the council meetings. And the council meetings actually, we're, we've done a good job of staying on point. And by the time something gets to council, it's already been debated and discussed. And uh, you guys just do a quick vote, and that's it. Correct. Move on. Correct. That's it. Move on. So you enjoying but, it? But these committee meetings can get content, you know, in a good way, contentious, and there's yeah. discussion and debate. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an you're enjoying it so far. Yeah. It's How many people are on the committee? I mean, on the council. So there's seven on our council. Okay. All at large. This is a uh, Beachwood City Council. Correct. Seven people, and your term is for how long? Four years. Wow. So it's a nice. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going to be there for a while. And you got into this because I got into this because um, a few reasons. First, I've always been interested in the process and. And uh, how things actually work at the government level and get done, and um, f- figured it was my time at, at almost forty. To I had been thinking about it and sort of discussing it and not complaining necessarily, but you know a little bit of well, things should be this way instead, or both locally and beyond. Uh-huh. But um, so I just felt it was my time to actually that's great do man. something, do it. A little civic duty and uh, yeah, the, give back. It, give back and uh, you know, for I I don't know. You know, my kids are actually uh, probably too young still for this. Um, although the older one got really into the campaign, they both did actually. They all, they all three did. Even the, the the little one was like knew where my my yard signs were, and he'd like, <laughs> like that's, you know, that's you. There's daddy's name, right? Um, but it was also for that to kind of let the set an example for your kid, kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that makes a lot. And, of sense. and one of the more enjoyable things to date that I've done on council has actually been that I got to visit my son Ari's uh, third grade class and talk mm-hmm. myself and another one of my council colleagues, James Pash, um, got to talk to them about government and what council does. Oh, that's great. And uh, that was fun. That's awesome. You guys are making decisions Um, for the city, for people's livelihood. How many residences are in Beachwood? We have about 12,000 residents. Okay. But we have like 24,000 employees during the day that are working. Yeah, there's a lot of businesses in Uh, Beachwood. There are. Especially in that chagrin area. There are. The Highlands are. Highlands, yeah. A big part of that. Um, You know, we have uh, the old MBA building, the the big black behemoth building um, with the black glass. That's now a Cleveland Clinic. Yes, main, one of the Cleveland yeah. main administrative yeah, yeah, offices. Yeah. So I think that's they on have, Cedar, right? That's on. Well, Cedar is a Cleveland Clinic medical building, right? Next right. to okay. like Mount of, down from Mount Yeah, the, the actual building there. Yeah, but this is off Science Park, across from the JCC. Ah, uh, okay. Is yep. where that's a huge. It used to be MBNA. I know exactly what you're talking right. about. Yeah, that's Cleveland. Yeah, Clinic you guys now. have a lot of businesses so, in Beachwood. Um, yeah, a Hoosier now. Yep. Well, that's Big bringing hospital. in a ton of people. Big Come hospital. on, are you kidding me? Right. One of the best. That's um, awesome. That's so yeah, awesome. We have a Good lot, for you. lot going on. Eaton's obviously there. That's fantastic. Do you have any? Um, do you have long-term political aspirations, or are you kind of really. just doing I, this I for thought now? At some point, yeah. at various points, I've thought maybe. Uh-huh. Um, but lately, I've just been uh, content where I'm at, and sort yeah, of, that's great. Sort of realizing, you know what? Maybe this is just just keep it. Keep it so there you have it, folks. He's got a, three kids. He's got a wife. He's got a full-time career in law. He's doing city council, and he's running half God marathons. God damn it. God willing. God willing. 
a week and a, a week we'll, from Sunday, man. We'll be looking for your name. So, uh, yeah. This, I, and I wish you the best. Of Thank luck. you. And I wish you the best. I'll be. And, we'll, uh, we'll have to try to link up down there and see how we. You'll be at the finish line before me, but wait for me with a, maybe, maybe not. a drink and uh, some food and snacks, and we'll get together afterwards. And sounds good. Appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks All so right. much. Is Thank there anything? Nate. Is there anything on social media or, or websites or anything that you want to, to shout out people to take a look at? terms of the council or or the city no, I, or no no I, you know i, I did have a, a facebook page for my city council race i've kind of that's kind of gone dark right. a little bit sure um okay and so uh uh yeah yeah well listen man you know, i but you'll tell me what to put on facebook yeah you'll little, share it on facebook that'll be great listen and, uh, uh best of luck to you a week from sunday it's the cleveland right at half marathon people can still sign up it's not too late if you listen to this beforehand it's, it's sunday may 20th I think you could sign up all the way until like a day or two before. Am I, does that yeah, sound about I right? Yeah, the prices go up. It's not cheap. Yeah, so. no, it's not. It's I mean, got to be a hundred and some odd dollars at this right. point for it the is. half. It but, is. Yeah, um, uh, but, but it's that's fun. great. It's good, and it's a great way to kind of start this your summer and celebrate Cleveland. Right. Absolutely. Get out. Go out. Go run the five k. There's a five k on Saturday. Yeah. I think there's a one mile. This is probably a one mile five k. I did the eight k last year, and that was okay. on Saturday. I think they, they might have got rid of it this year. Okay. But there's definitely a five k, and there's definitely a ten k. And maybe a one-miler even. So, hey, uh, Sunday, May 20th, Cleveland Rite Aid Marathon. Eric Sinenberg, uh, Beachwood City Councilman, attorney, dad, runner. Thanks for coming, brother. Okay. Thank you, Nate. Appreciate it. Thanks. And thank you for listening to another episode of The Optimal Life. Really appreciate the support. And uh, if you guys enjoy what you're listening to and enjoy what you're hearing, as always, please click subscribe and give us the five-star rating so we can continue to elevate the podcast within Apple Podcasts and everywhere else that the podcast is played and provided. And uh, leave us a comment. Leave us feedback. You could, uh, we're always open to feedback, whether it's positive or negative. So uh, you know, we want to do whatever we can to improve the show. And if there's something that we're missing, then let us know. You could reach me also on Instagram at Nathan Haber. And uh, again, I know that you have a lot of listening options these days. There's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of people sharing different things. So if you are listening to this podcast and if you're a loyal listener to this podcast, from the bottom of my heart, I want to just say thank you. Uh, very grateful for that. And uh, we're going to continue providing you guys with the best content possible so that we can continue to live an optimal life and be our optimal and best selves. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks.